What is going on, good people? I think we're good. Welcome to Pre-PT Chat Live. This is new. This is fun. This is something I've been talking about doing for a little bit now. So let me just check multiple streams that we're going right. And for those of you who are hopping on, welcome right now. Welcome on the replay. So happy to see you guys here. So let's make sure we're going live on Instagram properly. Let's see. Let's see. Give me one second. I think we're good at on Instagram. All right, cool. We're good on Instagram. And let's go live on TikTok. I can't forget TikTok. Can't forget TikTok. There we go. We're going to go live on TikTok. Make sure all the TikTok fam knows we're here because the lives on TikTok be popping. Usually it's late at night. so. But we're going to go live here as well. <clears throat> cool. TikTok is live. What's going on, TikTok? Welcome to Pre-PT Chat Live. We are live on YouTube. We're live on Instagram. We're live on Facebook. We're live on StreamYard. We're live on a bunch of stuff. And let me just check Facebook real quick. And we're going to be good. We're going to be good. Yeah, we are good. Hey, it's working. Cool. This is working. All right. Let's see if anyone's on TikTok Live. No, cool. All right. What's going on, YouTube? Drop your names, where you're from, where you are in your pre-PT journey, and everything like that. And we'll get started. Cool. That's what's up. Welcome to the live stream TikTok. We are on YouTube. This is what we're going to call pre-PT chat live. So this is going to be a little different from our normal TikTok lives. I got a whole show for you guys. Then at the end, we're going to go into some Q&A. So if you have questions, you can ask questions, but I won't get to them until the end unlike our usual TikTok lives, all right? So for those of you who are new, welcome to Pre-PT Chat Live. This is where we help you get into physical therapy school without wasting time, money, stress, anxiety, or anything in between. My name is Casey. I'm a physical therapist and one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind. So if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking to get into physical therapy school without wasting time, money, stress, anxiety, and everything in between, you are in the right place. And this is Pre-PT Chat Live where you're going to find new... Um, professional news, clinical knowledge. Oh, what's going on, Instagram? I got to toggle back and forth between all these tabs. What's going on, Instagram? This is where you're going to find news, professional knowledge, um, clinical scenarios, main events, events we have going on and everything like that. Um, and we're going to do this weekly, bi-weekly, three times a week, five times a week. I don't know where this is going to go, um, but I'm excited for it. So glad you all are here on Instagram or Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. Facebook, I don't see your comments right now. I got to toggle there in a second, but glad you guys are here. If you have questions, comments, or anything like that, you can drop them in the chat, and I should be able to see them when they come in. We'll see. Oh, and we're live on Twitter, so I got to check Twitter. Hopefully, I can see all the comments, all right? So here's what we're going to do. Here's how the show is going to be laid out. But first of all, here is the title and main event of today's show. TikTok, if you're not on YouTube, hop over to the YouTube and you can see all the stuff I'm talking about. And maybe I'll have another stream set up as we get more comfortable with this. So the topic of today's Pre-PT Chat Live is what to know before becoming a physical therapist, all right? What to know before becoming a physical, this, a physical therapist. That's what we're talking about. Instagram is killing. Instagram and TikTok is killing the live stream today. I didn't think anybody would hop on Instagram, but what's up, guys? All right, that is the topic for today, and here is how the show is going to be broken down, at least for now. So TikTok, if you're not on YouTube, 
this is what I'm looking at, all right? So it's going to be broken down into five parts. What's happening in physical therapy, how to think like a physical therapist, all your clinical knowledge and stuff like that, PT program and application updates. Then we're going to talk about the main event, which is what to know before becoming a physical therapist. Then we're going to end it out with a Q&A session, all right? Now, before we get into today's show, we have a free masterclass tomorrow coming up at acceptancemasterclass.com. It's tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern time. So go to acceptancemasterclass.com. I should be able to put it in these notes here in a, ban in a banner. Let's see. Let's see if this works. Let's see how my skills are. Masterclass.com. See if this works. Hey, well, I messed up the spelling. There we go. We live acceptancemasterclass.com. TikTok, if you're not on YouTube, that's what I put on the YouTube screen. So if you are free tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern time, acceptancemasterclass.com. We already have 182 spots taken out of 200 for the class tomorrow. So if you want in, get in before it's filled up. That's tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern time at acceptancemasterclass.com. Joseph is going to be breaking down all the things that nobody has told you about how to become a physical therapist. Um, and we do it almost every month. So make sure you have your seat there. Acceptancemasterclass.com. See you tomorrow, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time. All right. So now let's get into today's topics. Number one, let me pull it up. What's happening in physical therapy? So this is important to me because when I was a physical therapist, nobody really told me what was going on in my future profession. Nobody told me. I was just out here like, all right, I guess I'm going to become a physical therapist. I guess I'm going to do this. I guess this is how much they maybe make. I didn't know any of the drama, any of the good stuff, anything that was going on. I had no idea. So this is why this show segment, what's happening in physical therapy is super important to me. So we're going to see if I can pull this up real quick, share screen. Let's see. Let's see. News. All right, cool. Let's see if this is working. All right. I think we're good. Hey, this is pretty cool. I like this. All right. Y'all can see that, right? Except TikTok. Audio just went out. So TikTok, if you're not on YouTube, get on YouTube. But I hope my audio is still there. TikTok, can you hear me? I think we're good. Let me check Instagram right, right quick. Instagram, can you hear me? I think we're good. I think we're good. This is going smooth, smoother than I thought. All right, cool. So first segment of today is what's called the Medicare Physician Fee Schedule. And I'm going to break this down in layman's terms because nobody knows what that really means. I didn't know what that really meant. So here's what we're going to do. This is what this is talking about, okay? A Medicare Physician Fee Schedule really means that this is how medical professionals are reimbursed by insurance. Not just physical therapists, not just physicians, not just nurses, not just pharmacists, not just any of that. It's, it's everyone together. And inside of this physician fee schedule is how kind of money is moved around. So this is how um, basically you get paid. This is why this segment on what's happening in physical therapy is important to you guys, because this physician fee schedule, what we're talking about on YouTube here is how you get paid. So if you're wondering TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, why physical therapists only get paid this much or get paid that much or why it's not enough, this is a part of it. All right. 
So basically, I'm gonna break this down to you in simple terms. So how it works is that the government was going to cut physical therapy services by like 3.4%, all right? But the AP, and this is in 2024. So the government was going to cut physical therapy services by 3.4% in the beginning of 2024. And I think it's, I think it technically happened. But the APTA, the American Physical Therapy Association, wrote a letter to Congress, and it's called Bill H.R. 6683, for those of you who want to look into it. So Bill H.R. 6683. And they were basically like, please don't do that. Please, we need some more money. Don't cut our expenses or what, or don't cut our revenue. So now, basically, the government had to respond or has to respond, or it's past the 17th, so had to respond by January 17th at their next meeting. If they accept the letter, PTs will then, physical therapists will then be reimbursed what was not paid to them due to the cut from January 1st to January 17th. If not, then the physical therapy reimbursements for Medicare services will just be cut again, just like it was before, all right? So that's basically what's going on. So if you ever look up, if you're watching this on YouTube and you see the screen, Medicare uh, physician fee schedule, or if you see anything about Medicare cuts for physical therapy services, basically what it means is that this has been happening since like the 90s. And basically they're taking money from one pool of healthcare professionals and rotating it around and giving it to other medical professionals or billing it differently within our profession. That's basically what it means. And this is very important to you because this is how you get paid a majority of the time, unless you do cash pay. So if you're like, I need to get paid this much and that much and that much, and your employer's like, we don't have it. This is why, because Medicare, meaning the government reimbursement for physical therapy services is just being cut again and again and again. And it's not just happening to physical therapists, it's happening to a lot of other people as well. All right. So that's the first part for physical therapy news and all that stuff. So let's see if there's any questions specifically about that part. If not, I'll save questions for the end. Cool. I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're good. All right. Now we're going into think like a physical therapist for the next segment. Let's see how TikTok is doing. Oh, I think we're good. If you guys have questions on TikTok, I'll get to all the questions at the end. So next segment for this show is Think Like a Physical Therapist. So I want to, I'll basically probably start doing this segment more like pop quizzes, clinical scenarios, uh, observation hour type questions and stuff like that. So we'll see where it goes later on down the line. But for today, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you guys about the rotator cuff muscles. Let's see if this works. So for those of you on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, have a question for you guys, and I'll put this in the banner here. Pop quiz, quiz question. What are the names? TikTok, what are the names of the rotator cuff muscles? 
and let's show that there. So segment number two, think like the physical therapist. I got a question for you guys. Real simple question. Most of you may know this. Some of you may not. And if you don't know it, it's okay. But what are the muscles of the rotator cuff? And I, I'll probably get some music soon. What's the Jeopardy music? I'll get that soon. I'll figure that out some way, shape, or form. But if you know, let me know in the comments. TikTok, if you know, what are the muscles of the rotator cuff? I'll get to all your questions, TikTok, at the end of the show, if you stick around. And we're going to go here while you guys are doing this. Share screen. Let's go here. I have a lot of respect for these streamers and stuff because this is a lot. This is a lot to keep up with. With all the tabs and all the streams and all the talking you got to do. All right, share screen. I think we're good. <clears throat> cool. All right. Let's see how that's working. Sits muscles, but you're forgetting one of them. Okay. Cool. Not bad. Not bad. Sits muscles is true. Let me make sure our Instagram is good here. Yeah, we're good. Instagram is still popping. All right. So I'm going to explain what these do. So muscles of the rotator cuff are, speaking of somebody who's talked about sits. Oh, there we go. Oh, there you go. And TikTok, you didn't even see the answers yet. Oh, you're fine. So muscles of the rotator cuff sits, S-I-T-S, supraspinatus, infraspinatus, teres minor, and subscapularis. All right, supraspinatus, infraspinatus, teres minor, and subscapularis. So basically what these do are basically suction cup your arm, your humerus, into your scapula, basically. It's just a little ball and socket joint, and those muscles help, quote unquote, stabilize and move your arm. How can I put this? They help move your arm in different degrees of motion to keep it simple, because you can get very technical with this and go into the exact degrees and the placement of the arm and all that stuff. I don't want to, I don't want to get into all that, but basically these stabilize your humerus in your ball and socket joint to help your arm move. That's simple enough. So that was pretty good. Y'all are pretty smart. Next part of this is, I actually found a new muscle for you guys here. Let's pull this up. Here is the new muscle I found. Let's see where I want this. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is where we at. And we are going to share my screen. Cool. I think we're good now. 
So basically, guys, if you didn't know on TikTok, since you guys can't see my screen on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, you can see this. But in physical therapy clinical news, there is a new muscle called musculose or musculus masseter pars coronidia, maybe. Basically, what they're saying is that some people in Switzerland found a new layer of the master muscle. And the master is a jaw muscle. There's a new layer of the master or not a new, but it's been there and they quote unquote found it recently back in 2021. And basically it helps with, I guess, stabilizing or um, different, when I say stabilize, I guess I should clarify. And it helps with different parts of the jaw opening and closing movement. Basically that's what they're saying and that's what they found. So it's called musculos masseter pars coronita or cor coronidia technically so take that to your teachers your anatomy teachers your pt teachers and say hey do you know there's technically a new muscle here as you guys can see me scrolling here and the jaw and basically who found it is oh i can't even pronounce that name i'm sorry guys i'm not even gonna try but the department of biomedicine at the university of basel or basel in switzerland so we technically kind of got a new muscle here Cool. Moving on, moving on, moving on. PT program and app updates. So we got through what's happening in PT. Think like a physical therapist, segment two and segment three, PT program and app update. So this is very important for anyone applying this cycle or the cycle after. This is getting into what's really going to help you guys very, very soon. So if you guys didn't know, there is a kind of news feed or a Facebook kind of feed or an Instagram kind of feed for you guys to get updates on what's happening with these programs. And a lot of you don't know that, so I'm going to put you guys on some game here. Cool, there we go. Cool. So if you guys go to, if you guys Google PTCast like program directory, or APTA, PTCAST program directory, or anything like that. Oh, let me take this off, this banner off. There we go. Let's do this here. So if you guys want some updates on the schools you're applying to, if you're applying to two schools, 10 schools, five schools, or you don't know how many schools you're applying to, you can find out if there's any updates or you already applied to school. You can find out if there's any updates on the schools you're applying to by going to PT program directory or just Googling that or going to APTA PT program directory. And a page like this is going to show up and you can either search the schools you're searching for or you're applying to and all their stuff is going to come up. So on TikTok, I recommend you guys getting on YouTube. But if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, that's what it looks like. So if you're on TikTok, go to YouTube, tune in there, and you can see my screen. But basically, these are some updates. So Manchester University has some updates about their virtual information session. Tufts University has some updates about a virtual open house they have. South College has some um, uh, info session as well. As well, 
Toro has an info session. There's just different updates you can get here. So basically on this first live stream of the pre-PT chat live, I just wanted to update you guys about what this is and that there's even something here that you might not have known about. So if you guys have any specific programs in mind and you want some updates from them, it might already be here. So definitely check that out. Next thing is the PTCAS program cycle. I want you guys to know about this. If you guys are applying now, meaning in 2024 or very, very soon. So here's what I want you to see. TikTok, if you don't see it, I'll explain this to you on what we're talking about. So what I want you guys to know is how this timeline usually works. So this is the 2023-2024 application cycle, but 2024-2025 is going to be opening up very soon. So this is just an example of what the past year looks like or technically kind of still looks like and how it will look like in the future. Okay, let me make sure comments are still good. Cool, we're good. So this past cycle opened in June, June 15th, 2023, all right? And if you scroll, if I scroll all the way down, the cycle basically will be closed June 2024. So if you guys don't understand how the application cycle works, it's a year-long process from basically June of one year to June of the next year. And in between both of those Junes, there are different deadlines that schools can have for you to apply to. So what you need to now focus on if you're applying in the next cycle is that 2024 to 2025 cycle is probably going to open somewhere around June 15th just like it did for 2023. And if you are currently applying in this cycle, 2023 to 2024 cycle, you need to be very aware that it closes technically June 7th, but a lot of your deadlines are gonna be way before that if they haven't passed already. That's the biggest thing I want you to keep in mind. So the next cycle, before you know it, will be opening June, somewhere around 15th. So that means you only have February, March, April, May, you really only have four months before the next cycle opens if you're applying next year, if that's your plan. Cool. All right. Now we're going into the main event. I'll probably have some um, music here sometime in the future. But here's what we're going into is the main event of what to know before becoming a physical therapist. So here's what we went over already in the show segments. What's happening in PT? Think like a physical therapist, PT program and application updates. And lastly, the main event. So if you guys don't know already for everyone tuning in now and tuning in live or the replay later, we're having a masterclass tomorrow um, at 2 p.m. Eastern time. That's 121, January 21st, 2 p.m. Eastern time at acceptancemasterclass.com. If you're not already signed up, Sign up there. We already have over 180 people signed up, and we only have 200 spots available. So please get your seat before 180 people understand and know what they're going to learn tomorrow, which you won't know, and they could possibly use that information to take your spots and cost you $80,000, $75,000, $100,000 of a PT salary for that year. So don't let them take your spot or let them take your money. Go to acceptancemasterclass.com. It's a free class tomorrow to teach you how to get into physical therapy school and 
become a physical therapist. So the main event of the show today is what to know before becoming a physical therapist. And I have five points for you guys, five easy and simple points that I want you to know that I wish I knew. So number one is that I wish I knew that no profession is perfect. No profession is perfect. I don't care if you go into construction, truck driving, physical therapy, nursing, you're an Uber driver, you're a musician. I don't care what it is. There's going to be stuff about that profession that you do not like. I don't care what it is. If it pays a lot of money, there's probably going to be something about that job that you don't like. Like it doesn't give you a lot of time. If the job gives you a lot of time, it might not pay you a bunch of money. If the job has a bunch of prestige and you're going to have a bunch of status around your job, it might take a lot of time to get there. And you might have to go through a bunch of hoops and have a, comp a lot of competition to get that title. It's just how it is. And people are going to complain about all the stuff they're not getting in that job instead of focusing on why they went into that profession anyway. So here's what I recommend you guys do is find a profession, find a career, find a job. If you're still thinking about what you want to do that you can put up with. What are the things in that job or that career that you don't mind getting through or getting over or pushing through to get what you want from that job? So for me, physical therapy, I could deal with, oh, physical therapists, quote unquote, don't get paid enough because I will get paid enough. I will find a way to get paid enough. I don't care what the other physical therapists are doing or not doing or what the economy do, is doing or what they're paying at this job. I, it didn't matter to me. I could get through that. If that's all I had to get through, oh, physical therapists don't get paid enough. Those physical therapists don't get paid enough. I will end up getting paid enough. That was the biggest thing that a lot of people were telling me, and I knew I can get through it. So once I got through that, now I can enjoy all the great things about the physical therapy profession because I already get, got through the things that weren't perfect. So I don't care what profession it is that you're thinking about. Understand all the, I guess, sucky things about the, that profession so you know what you're getting in to and you know what you can get through so you can enjoy what you're really getting into that profession for. That's number one. Number two, what I wish I knew about physical therapy is school costs. Now, people are automatically going to assume, oh, schools cost a bunch of money, and some of them do, but all schools don't cost an arm and a leg to go to. All physical therapy schools don't cost $100,000, which a lot of people think they do. Oh, physical therapy school is so expensive. Yes, some of them are, but some of them are not. And what you need to realize about this, which which I wish I knew is that physical therapy school is just a product. Physical therapy school is just a product. Just like a car, just like a house, just like a TV. And there are expensive houses, expensive cars, expensive TVs. And there are less expensive house cars and TVs. And you have the choice to buy an expensive one or not an expensive one. It's the same thing for physical therapy school. You can choose to go to a very expensive school or not. The choice is yours. It's not about the school. It's not about, oh, they're trying to scam us and take all our money. You have the choice. You are the customer. If you go to an expensive school, that's your choice. If not, that's your choice as well. So what I wish I knew is that there are schools all along the spectrum, just like any other product. There are schools that are $35,000 in total, like total three years, not 35K a year. Some schools are 35K a year. But some schools in total, $35,000 a year, and some schools as much as $226,000 a year. It's your choice. You're the customer, just like there's a car that costs $250,000 and a car that costs $15,000, dollars $12,000. It's your choice, and that's what I wish I knew. Number three, the pay of physical therapists. I wish I knew there's a spectrum that physical therapists can get paid as well. 
people are always asking how much physical therapists get paid, all that stuff. And I get it. I had the same question. So the average is like $86,000 if you average everything. And I'm talking everything, location, setting, time you've been practicing, the job you work at, the bonuses, private practice, corporation, all that stuff. The average is like 86000 But that is the average. That's the middle number. Sometimes people get paid as low as $65,000. Some people as much as 100K, 150K. If you have your own business, you can get paid unlimited amount. The whole structure changes if you have your own business. So you can be a millionaire who's a physical therapist who has their own business and other sources of income. So how much do you get paid as a physical therapist? It all depends on you. It all depends on you. But the average, if you're just going to be an employee, I understand what your question is, around $86,000. But what I wish I knew before becoming a physical therapist is that you can get paid as much or as little as you want to get paid. If you want to work part-time, you can get paid $12,000 a year as a physical therapist if you wanted. If you just worked certain hours, if you worked certain days, if you worked five days out the year, 10 days out the year, whatever that is, you can get paid $12,000 as a PT or you can get paid a million dollars a year as a PT if you had your own business. I wish I would have knew that instead of just going off of some Google search or what somebody said on TikTok or YouTube saying, oh, physical therapists get paid 86,000, 75,000. Like that just puts us in a box that we don't need to be put in. You can get paid as much or as little as you want. Number four, what I wish I knew about physical therapy is that healthcare is a business and productivity is expected. If you own your own business or you work for someone, they are expecting to make a profit. Healthcare is a business. Yes, you want to help people. Yes, all that fluffy stuff. I get it. But the, the people you work for, or if you work for yourself, you're in this to make money. You are not on this live stream. You are not following pre-PT grind because physical therapists don't make any money. You are on here for some reason at some level for the money. So if you're on here for some level for the money, you're going into physical therapy because they get paid some amount. You have to understand productivity is expected. They're expected for you. They're expecting you to produce. You have to get the patients better and you have to expect insurance or the patient to pay you. But what I got into physical, well, I, I really didn't even, um, this didn't really even come to mind because I was so focused on getting into physical therapy school like you are and like you are on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook as well that I didn't even really think of healthcare as a business. I knew it was a business, but that wasn't on my mind. So if I understood that sooner, oh my gosh, I don't know how much farther I would have been. Even now I'm far along now, which I'm grateful for, but who knows where I would have been. So I wish I would have been more aware that it's a business. And so many people are burnt out and frustrated and feel like all they went through is a scam because they don't understand that it's a business from the start. And number five, Number five, last point here is that I wish I knew that you are your own professional. Before I got into physical therapy school, I wish I knew or understood that it's me. It's all up to me. It's my license. I can take my license and go anywhere. I can work for anyone. I can work part-time, full-time. I can have my own business. I can take my stuff and go anywhere. But I really didn't understand that. I was just so locked into just getting into physical therapy school, finishing physical therapy school and getting paid as quickly as possible. And I understand fully because I was there. But you have to understand that you paid for your PT degree. You passed your board exams. You got into physical therapy school. You did all this work. For what? For you to have your own autonomy, for you to have your own thing that you can do, for you to have your own say in the world. So use it. 
You are your own professional. You worked for this. You paid for this. So please, please use it. Don't be stuck in a job. Don't be stuck in a situation. Don't be stuck in your own business saying, I have to do this. I'm only in this setting. I'm only in this situation because this is just what I found first. You are your own professional. You can take your license and do anything with it. So those are the five things I wish I knew before becoming a physical therapist. That was the main topic of the day. So that was cool. That was cool. That was cool. So now getting into Q&A session, TikTok, if you have questions, ask them again. YouTube, if you have questions. Instagram, if you have questions, ask them again. I didn't, I don't know how long I've been on. I should have, let's see if YouTube knows how long I've been on. I don't want to pull that up. That might echo in the background. Hope I haven't been on too long. I should have tracked when I've been on. But Instagram, if you have questions, YouTube, if you have questions, TikTok, I know you've been having a ton of questions. You've been like, answer my question. I get it. But now is the time. Ask your questions below. I'll get to them. Instagram, if you have questions. Facebook, let me check if Facebook has questions. And we'll get into some Q&A session. But this wasn't a bad first time. I just wanted to hop on here and give it a little test run of how the pre-PT chat live would go. It'll get better. It'll have some sound effects. It'll have some music. It'll be more streamlined. It'll be more fun, but I needed to get some practice in. So thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for hopping in and out. I appreciate I appreciate you guys um, watching on replay as well. We're going to have some fun with this. Okay, cool. I think Instagram doesn't have any questions. Facebook, I got to find you. So if you have questions, I apologize if I can't see them. But I know TikTok has some questions here. And YouTube had the first question. All right, so first question from first question from Carter debating debating between physical therapy and physical therapist assistant any advice I have talked to a few PTs that have told me to go PA so what I would recommend Carter and anybody on TikTok who's mm -hmm. kind of debating between what profession to go into I was debating between pharmacy and physical therapy right and what would have helped me the most and what actually did help me the most was getting more information about that profession. So Carter, if you're watching this on replay or if you're still on or anybody like this on TikTok, you need more information about physician assistants, what they go through, all the good stuff, all the bad stuff and physical therapy, all the good stuff and all the bad stuff they go through. So this whole main topic of today's show, Carter, with what I said about what I wish I knew about physical therapy, hopefully helped you with your decision. And I need you to ask these same questions to physical or sorry, physician assistants. What did they wish they knew about being a PA before they were a PA? Find out all the bad stuff about physical therapy, find out all the horrible stuff about being a PA and say, what can I deal with? What can I get through? What can I tolerate? And if you can tolerate more stuff with PA, go the PA route, live your best life. If you can tolerate more stuff with PT, go the PT route, live your best life and become a physical therapist. But I need you to get more information. The more, the more information you have about a career and a profession you're thinking about going into, the easier your decision will be. Because it's just like anything else. If you're between two houses, buying two houses, the more information you have about those two houses, the easier it'll be to choose which house to buy. Okay. It's a great question, Carter. Oh, I can show that on the live stream too. So ask your questions on YouTube if you're not on YouTube, because I can put them up there as well. So that's pretty cool. All right, TikTok, let's find your questions. 
Um, what's the website, please? Um, we have a lot of websites. So if you want to find our website, it's preptgrind.com. Um, but the site for tomorrow, we do have a free masterclass tomorrow. It's acceptancemasterclass.com. Um, that's where we'll, where we'll be having our free class tomorrow about how to get into PT school. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let me go from the bottom up. Hey, Ricky, what's going on, Ricky? Good to see you here. Looking forward to um, seeing your podcast episodes. Thanks for the 39 likes on TikTok. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for the likes on YouTube. Thanks for hopping in. Thanks for everyone on coming in and out of Instagram Live. I appreciate y'all too. This is cool. This is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, if you will get your PT license and move to another state, what's that pro what is the process like? So if you want to take your PT license and move to another state, there's two processes. Number one, um, you can you can get your license in a state that is a part of what's called the PT Compact Act or a PT Compact State. And if you get licensed in a PT Compact State, then you are licensed in all the other states that are a part of the PT Compact Act. If you are in a state that is not a part of the PT Compact Act, basically you just pay for your license in another state. And if they need a law exam, you take the law exam in another state. So if you're licensed in Illinois, and right now it's not in the PT Compact Act, you basically go to the California professional website, professional services website, you register for it, you pay for your PT license, and you take the law exam. But you are already nationally uh, licensed, so you don't have to take the national exam again. You just basically, basically to keep it simple, you just got to get paid, or sorry, you just have to pay for your license to be in another state as well as the main license. Um, let's see, what kind of business can you have as a PT professional? Technically, you can have any business you want, um, because business is business. So I kind of understand what you're asking, but you can have any business. So I want you to kind of, is this Facebook? Are we on Facebook? Got a like too? What's going on Facebook if you're on? Oh, I've been on less than an hour, only 38 minutes. Okay, cool. We're doing good. We're doing good. Um, what kind of businesses can you have? I, so I know what you're kind of asking, but I need you to kind of expand your mind a little bit. You can do any business. Just because you're a physical therapist doesn't mean you can't, you have to stay in physical therapy. If you're a physical therapist and you want a cosmetic business, technically you can have a cosmetics business. If you're in physical therapy and you want a physical therapy pediatric business, you can have a pediatric clinic. So what kind of business can you have? You can have any business you want. Is the test difficult? The the license exam test? Yes, it was difficult for me. I, it was very frustrating. Very frustrating. Um, I'll come back to those questions in a second. How's the PT field doing in this worsening economy? Um, it's like any other business. They're pinching pennies here. Some businesses are doing well over there. It's, it's the same. It's struggling just like any other business in this economy. Some parts of the profession are doing well. It's like any other so it's not it's fine it's healthcare. people are going to be able to get jobs in healthcare. are they going to get paid as much as they want nobody gets paid as much as they want like come on now everybody's going to get everybody's going to complain about pay so but pt is doing fine nobody's getting laid off in fact people need physical therapists honestly um people are clamoring to hire physical therapists there's not enough physical therapists to be hired 
I don't care what anybody says. I talk to people in the real world. I talk to business owners. Like I was on a call yesterday with business owners and they're like, I can't find anybody to hire. So like, that's how it's going. So I hope that helps. The Bureau of Labor Statistics has PT median salary just under 98K. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's a bunch of different, there's a bunch of different statistics you can go off of. It depends on a lot of stuff. It depends on too much, but yeah. Will someone with a bachelor's of science be favored more than someone with a BA since it's harder? No, they don't care what major you have. If anybody has questions about that on YouTube or Facebook, they don't care what major you have. It doesn't matter. Do you have a major? Do you have a bachelor's degree? And did you complete their requirements? Because here's the thing. I need you guys to understand. They don't have a requirement for a major. There's nothing on their requirements, on their websites, or their PTCast profile that says you have to be a kinesiology major. You have to be a BA. You have to have your BS. You have to have some neuroscience degree. They don't talk about any of that. They do not care. They don't care about what major you have. They never say, I need this type of major. They have their requirements. Give them their requirements. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what major you have. They don't, they don't care. They don't care. And you're like, oh, is a major going to look, is a neuroscience major going to look better than this? No, they don't care. They don't care. Uh, hey, Facebook got a question. Okay. I'm seeing the Facebook comments rolling. I'll get to you, Bella. Thanks for hopping on, Bella. I appreciate you. Um, I'll get to you in just a second. Once you have your license and move to another state, how tough is that process? It's not tough. You just got to pay for it and take the log exam if you need to take it, if the state requires it. What's the difference between PTs and PTAs? So the difference between PTs and PTAs is like a coach and an assistant coach. So a physical therapist does the evaluation and they set out the plan of care. Like they say, here's the play we're going to run. Then the physical therapist assistants are basically like, hey, coach, but what about this player is in foul trouble and this player has this and this and that and the time clock. Can we change the play around at all? Do we need to change around the play at all? right? To get the best plan of care. Then they go back and forth about it and make the best decision. And the physical therapist and the physical therapist assistants carry out that plan of care and say, all right, patients, go play, go do our play that we set out for you. So that's the difference. Um, are you with the same people throughout the years? Yes. So in physical therapy school, you're with the same people throughout the three years. Okay, I'll get to Desiree's question in a second. Then I'll get to the new questions on TikTok in a second. All right, Bella, thanks for hopping on on Facebook. Glad you are here. Twitter, if you're on live, I do not see your comments. But I hope you're doing well. Let's make sure Instagram is still cooking. Cool. All right, and I can put this on the screen. All right, Bella, how do you find companies that represent travel dpts how do you find companies that represent travel dpts bella if you're still on clarify that question a little bit for me i think i understand what you're talking about but i believe you're asking how do you find travel pt companies like how do you find agencies or companies that facilitate the contracts and finding you positions as a travel pt right let me know if that's what you're asking if that's what you're asking the easiest answer is you google it or you go on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, because there are a ton of companies that if you put in your information into one of those websites, all of them will contact you in the next 10 minutes saying, choose us, choose us. We can find you a job. We can find you a job. We can find you. So 
Okay, that's that's your question. So to find a travel PT company, you just Google travel PT companies and they are everywhere. I'm not a travel PT expert. Um, I recommend um, there's travel DPT mentors. There's Wonderlust travel PT. There's a bunch of travel PT couples and people that give more advice on travel PT than me. I'm not a travel PT. I've never been one. Um, so I recommend using them or following them as well if you need more advice about it. But basically, you just find an agency. Now, the questions to ask them and all those details about how to find the right one or the best one for you, that's where I would go with like travel DBT mentors or finding another travel PT coach or something like that. And they'll help you with all those details. But to find a company, you just Google it and they'll call you. They'll text you ASAP. So that is not a problem, but great question. Um, all right. So back to TikTok questions. 56 likes on TikTok. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all. When accepted to multiple schools, what should help determine your decision? For me, it's cost. But Desiree, I don't know what's important to you. So I would find out and ask yourself what's important to you and say, OK, these are all the five things that are important to me. Does the school have the five things that are important to me? Yes, they do. OK, I'm choosing that school. School B does only has three things that are important to me. OK, I'm not going to school B. That's what I would do. But to me, it's cost. The school A that you're accepted to, $200,000. The school B, $60,000. I would go to school B that $60,000. Cool. That's what I would do. Watch your videos and pass the national exam. Oh, well, I'm glad we can help. I'm not an NPTE expert at all, but I'm glad I helped. That's what's up, Larry. Um, cool. I think we're all good with those TikTok questions. Let me scroll down to all the new TikTok questions here. Do you guys have, give any advice on taking out loans to pay for PT school? Um, we do. If you're still on, let me know what specific questions you have about that, and I can help you as much as possible. Well, getting a master's and an ACSM certification increase your chances. So Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. The question is on TikTok. Will getting a master's degree or ACSM certification increase your chances of getting accepted in a PT school? Um, how else could I help with this question? So the answer is it can, but you have to make sure that you're speaking about it and that you're learning from that experience in a way that'll have the physical therapy schools want to accept you. Because if you just have an ACSM cert, a personal training certification and a master's degree, what does that mean for the PT school? That's how I want you to think about it. So think about it like this. For anybody on you, for anybody on this live stream watching this live or replay, you have your own physical therapy school. And you have specific requirements. I want these classes. I want these grades. I want these experiences. I have these requirements. That's what I want. And somebody then says, Okay, great. Those are your requirements, but I have something you don't really want or ask for. I have a master's degree and I have a personal training certification. Okay. Right? What does what does that do for the school who did not ask for it? So let's just say you're going to a restaurant or you're looking for a restaurant and you're like, "Okay, I want a hamburger and french fries." Then the restaurant is like, well, I know that's what you want, but we don't have them. We have salads and fruit. 
that doesn't do anything for you. Right? Like that doesn't do anything. So what you need to make sure that you realize with getting a master's degree, personal training certification, anything else that's not required is you have to make sure that there is some connection at some point to what it will do for the school or how it'll help you become a physical therapist or something connected to what the school wants. You need to make it extremely abundantly clear what the master's degree is for and what the personal training certification is for. Because if you just have it and you walk into the school like, I have this stuff, accept me, they're gonna say, I don't care what you, I don't care. That's not what I asked for. And you could get rejected and you can be very frustrated and say, I had this master's and personal training cert, why didn't you accept me? Well, they didn't accept you because that's not what they asked for. So that's what I need everyone to keep in mind. If you're watching this live or on replay and you're saying, should I get something else that's not required? You can get as much as you want, but please make sure you have the requirements first. And if you have something else, you're making the connection as to why it's important or why they will even care about what extra you have. So I hope that makes sense. Great question. Can you just pay for the license or do you have to take the test? Uh, so William Connor on TikTok is asking for people getting a new license in a different state, I'm guessing. Do you have to pay for the license or do you just have to take the test? Um, so it's going to depend on the state, Connor. So for instance, if you're getting a license in California, you're going to have to take the law exam for California and you'll have to pay for the license in California. But another, another state like Illinois does not have a law exam. So then in that case, you just pay for the license in Illinois. And for those of you just tuning in or watching on replay to clarify, to keep this very clear, you have to take, you have to go to physical therapy school first. You have to take the national physical therapy examination. And let's just say, for example, William took it in Illinois. He sat for his national exam in Illinois. He is now licensed in Illinois. Okay, but he passed the national physical therapy examination, but his state license is in Illinois. Everyone clear on that. Now, if William wanted to go to California and work in California, he is nationally licensed, but he needs a state license in California. So he does not need to take the national license exam again, but he does need to pay for a license in California and take the California law exam because California requires a law exam. Another state might not require a law exam. So I hope that's clear. So good question, Connor. Hey man, what's up? How you been? I've been good, man. How you been? Haven't been on your live in a while. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for the 1.4 thousand likes. Appreciate y'all on TikTok. Appreciate y'all on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram as well. Thanks for hopping on. Love your content. Advice on the NPTE. I would say follow the PT hustle or follow NP or follow PTA elevation. I am not an NPTE prep coach, but they are experts. Those are good friends of ours. So follow the PT hustle and PTA elevation. They'll help you with all that. But I would say start as early as possible. Have you considered travel PT? Is it worth it? I considered it for a little bit. Is it worth it? It definitely can be, but there's pros and cons to both. So if you're looking into it, I'd say definitely go for it. I really want to be a PT, but I'm nervous of the journey on getting there. Well, William, I understand totally, but you're going to be nervous on the journey getting to anywhere. If you want to be a father, you're going to be nervous on the journey to get there. If you want to get some muscles, you're going to be nervous on the journey to getting there. If you want some money, you're going to be nervous on the journey to getting there. So if you're nervous, so what? 
I was nervous on getting on video to do a live stream like this on multiple platforms in front of, we have 80,000 followers across all platforms. I was nervous too, but so what? Nobody cared. And what I wanted out of life was so much greater than how nervous I was going to be. So Connor, if you want to be a physical therapist, you're nervous and I understand it, but it doesn't matter. Your outcome is on the other side of your nervousness. So you'll be just fine. How can I get in contact with you? Instagram DMs, preptgrind at preptgrind.com as an email. Go to our website. We have a chat bot on our website. DM us on TikTok. You know how the internet works. If y'all want to get in contact with us, you know how the internet works. Find us, DM us. We're on everything. I check everything. Would you say jobs in professional sports, NBA, are hard to find or hard to get into? They are hard to get into. So if you want to be a sports PT or anything like that, you have to understand that it is all about connections. They are not going to hire you just because you went to NYU or just because you went to FAMU or just because you went to Samuel Merritt. No NBA team, no football team, no team, no Olympic team is going to be like, hey, hey, who's the best Who's the top of the class coming out of Samuel Merritt? Who's the top of the PT class coming out of USC? No. No. They already got people lined up. They got their friends who they've been going to CEU classes with or went to PT school with who they're going to call first. They're going to say, hey, this, this job opened up for the Cleveland Browns. Hey, man, I know we went to this class together three years ago and something opened up. Do you want to interview for it? That's who they're calling first everybody in their inner circle. So you have to get into their network and start knowing people and get into that sports world if that's what you want to be. I don't care what certifications you have. I don't care what, I don't care what you get. They don't care. Do they know you? If they don't know you, you ain't getting nothing in that world. I can tell you that for a fact. Um, Shazli, I don't really know what you're asking. You're kind of demanding. So ask it in a better way and I'll help you out. Shazli, Shazli. Uh, as a new grad with a license in hand, what setting do you recommend? Any setting you want. It's your license. It's your life. It's your career. Go into any setting you like. Into any setting you like. So I would get more information as, as to all the settings that are out there and what you want from those settings, and go for it. Master's degree is just not worth it, especially as the cost. Hey, Maya's thinking like I'm thinking. I like I like how you're thinking. How often do you go live? Uh, Tamara Tamara, great question. We're doing pre, this is pre-PT chat live. This is on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. So this is like a new show I'm doing. This is the first time I'm doing the show. Well, technically we did it like two years ago, but this is the first time I'm doing this format. So I'm trying to find a good day. So Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, let me know. I did a poll on Instagram. They said either weekends or like Mondays and Wednesdays are good. So let me know if you guys have any input on when I should go live, the times I should go live. I'm open to it, but my schedule, sometimes I'm traveling, sometimes I'm working, sometimes I'm in the clinic, sometimes I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff. So probably in the next month, I'll have a better concrete answer for you guys on when I'm going live, but I'll definitely promote it more as to when I'm going live. Thanks for the 2.2 thousand likes on TikTok. Thanks for hopping on, guys. Appreciate you. Um, but this creepy tea chat live is going to be weekly. The day I'm going to choose is still up for grabs. So if there's a certain day you like, let me know.
how do you become a physical therapist in the PT Compact Act? So go to, all right, so here's what I'm going to do. William, I recommend getting on YouTube right now because I'm going to share this on the screen on YouTube and I'm going to show you what the PT Compact Act is. So to answer your question, William, and anybody here on live or replay, the question is, how do you become a physical therapist in the PT Compact Act? You sit for the board exam in a state that is a PT Compact Act state. And it'll make more sense when I show you a picture. Then we'll wrap it up because I want to keep this under an hour. Okay. Live, share my screen, present, share screen, share screen. All right. So, Connor, or William, Connor, I'm live on YouTube. So I recommend hopping to YouTube real quick and seeing what I'm sharing on the screen. And for instance, on this screen that I'm showing you guys, is this showing? Let me just make sure. Okay, cool. You guys can see this, and I'm going to make it bigger for you guys here. Let's make it bigger. Cool. So as you'll see, the dark blue states are all a part of the PT Compact Act. So for instance, Texas. If you sit for your board exam in Texas, you are now licensed and you don't have to do anything else in Texas, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, Oklahoma, Louisiana, a bunch of states, you're licensed in a majority of the states in the US, okay? The light blue states are the ones that have enacted legislation. So they're working on it. In the green states, the PT Compact Act legislation has been introduced, okay? So pretty soon, if you look at this map, a lot of the states are becoming a part of this PT Compact Act. So to answer your question, Connor, how do you become a PT, a PT in a Compact Act state? You take your board exam in a state that is in the PT Compact Act already. So for instance, if you take your board exam and you are then licensed, you pass and you're licensed in Texas, you are then also licensed in Indiana, Ohio, blah, 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 all these states on the screen, okay? So hop over to YouTube, watch this on replay after we finish streaming and you'll see that um, you'll see that picture I pulled up. Um, all right, we got a minute left before I close down the show. Let's get to these last questions here. Any tips on connecting with travel PT recruiters? How soon prior to graduation should I start reaching out? I would say six months before you start graduating, how to connect with recruiters. Just go on social media, go online. You guys know how the internet works. Just Google physical therapy travel agencies. I'm telling you, it is not harder than you think. You don't need anything special. If you contact them, they will be on your butt and saying, hey, when do you graduate? You can go to any PT job. Forget travel. You can go to any PT job. Travel, not travel, and say, hey, I'm graduating in six months. I'm looking for a place just like yours. Bruh. They will never leave you alone, which is a great thing. But to answer your question with travel PT stuff, just Google it. Travel PT agencies or start following uh, the travel PT influencers on social media. They'll help you a ton. Uh, does the type of associate's degree matter? No, it does not matter either. 
got into PT school last month. Celebrate, Johnny. Do something to celebrate. Thoughts on UNE PT? I do not have any thoughts on their program. I'm sure they're great. Um, appreciate it. Glad I can help. Perfect. All right, guys. So again, oops, let me take this off. So tomorrow we have our acceptance masterclass tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern time at acceptancemasterclass.com. You can go to our link in bios. You can find us anywhere up that link anywhere. Basically, I have it on the screen here, acceptancemasterclass.com. If you see this on replay and you already missed the class, we're going to have it every month. Or you can just DM us somewhere, find us, and we can get you the replay link so you can understand what that class is. So you can get into physical therapy school. We already have 180 plus people signed up out of the 200 seats. Uh, let me check actually now. Let me check now. So I can give you all an accurate number. Maybe some of you all joined while I was here. Rankings do not matter. Rankings do not matter. Thank you so much. Very informative. Perfect. Glad you like it. I'll be doing this show a lot more in the future. So this was a nice little get my feet wet type of situation. Let's see how many people are signed up for the class tomorrow, the master class. For those of you who are not, there's already um, 144, 144, 28, yep, 185. So there's 185 people already signed up. If you're not signed up already, what does that mean? That means that 185 other people can take your spot from what they learned tomorrow at the masterclass that Joseph is doing. So 185 people could take your spot, which means if your spot is taken, you are then out of a PT salary for a year because you apply every year to physical therapy school. What would a full year of a PT salary do for you? Exactly. So you don't want to miss out on this class to learn the information so you can get into PT school as soon as possible and not get rejected and waste a year, which means wasting not only the money of a PT salary, but the time you can never get back so hope that helps between 75 and 126 i'm not sure what that means cool can i take the class even if i'm just getting started yes if you are brand i don't care if you're in high school i don't care if you're applying tomorrow this acceptance master class is for you so sir for so anybody watching this replay or live acceptance master class 100 it's for you Rankings wise, what if I'm between? I'm. I think you're talking about a wait list, Ryan. Do rankings matter for PT school? No, rankings do not matter. Rankings do not matter. I don't care what anybody tells you. Rankings do not matter. Rankings do not matter. All right, guys, thanks for hopping on this first pre PT chat live of the year, and look out for the next one. See you guys.